Do you feel confident that we have a connection now? I feel pretty good about this. Well, let's give the listeners what they've been waiting for. Yeah. All right, here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> and chick fruit. Let's God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. Okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Brew. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For glorious. Okay, first things first. Holy cow, that coming in, that's coming in hot. But I, I have it set up to come in hot for a reason. How no, brown cow. How no, brown cow. I am doing everything I can to conserve my voice. Uh, to the point where yesterday I refused to speak to my wife. And, and telling her... Look, uh, I I have been really I've, I've been doing a lot of vocal stuff. Okay, uh, I've got these projects going on. I've been doing a lot of vocal stuff. My 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 throat is stressed. I've got to do the supplemental in the morning. I've got to do I've got to tape a show tomorrow, and I'm uh, a guest on the eighteen dollar podcast with Ralph and Chris Teta tomorrow. So I, I'm just I'm taking a break. I'm not speaking from this point forward. I'm telling you that right now. I'm uh, I'm shutting down. And she had a very peaceful day. Challenge accepted <laughs> is what it was. <laughs> she, oh, down. you're down. not going to speak to me? Watch this happen. And it was non-stop. And, you know, I, I'm not trying to be mad at her. I'm just trying to... You know, to get the woman that I love to understand that I can't use my voice. I, I need to conserve my voice. <laughs> I finally left the house after question after question after question where I'm just even, you know, even mm-hmm, it requires vocal uh, movement. It, you can't yes. make that sound without the use of your throat. So everything I did, I was just getting more and more frustrated because I couldn't not ignore her. I was starting to give her thumbs up and thumbs down. And <laughs> I get in the car. I go to the adult arcade. On the way to the adult arcade, she calls me on the phone. You know, because she misses me, just wants to have a conversation with me, knowing that I don't want to speak to her or anyone else. It, it did be good. I made it through the night without speaking to anybody. I got home. I had a good night's rest. I got up. I did the supplemental this morning without much of an issue. But there, I can feel it. So she's, <laughs> going, to, she's going to the store. She asked me, do you, do you need anything? Is there anything I can get you? I'm like, yes. Please get me some chloroseptic. Why? What's wrong? I, there's nothing wrong. I just want some chloroseptic for my throat. Oh, the spray? I didn't know chloroseptic came in any other... Uh, is there a chloroseptic tablet I, or suppository? There are lozenges. <laughs> lozenges. I had no idea. I just wanted some throat spray, okay? That's all I wanted. So I'm down here. I'm taping the supplemental. She walks in and she uh, interrupts me, even though the on-air sign is on. She comes in, she interrupts me, and she's showing me proudly this bottle of chloroseptic that she's given to me because, you know, it's immediate. It's an emergency. So she's got to interrupt me during the broadcast to hand me a knockoff version, not even name brand. I am not. <laughs> I, I, I am not worthy of the good stuff. I got some uh, Rite Aid uh, knockoff here. And if it's good enough for diabetes medicine, it's good enough for chloroseptic, all right? <laughs> so I got Everyone's that going. Gone. 
Uh, we will tape this, we'll knock this out, and then after that, I'm going back into uh, vocal rest mode because I want to have something to give the guys. I've been, I'm excited to go on this show. These are these are people I like, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm excited to, to listen to the podcast when it's released. I'm hoping you will share that date with us. I, I, of course. So uh, I'm, I'm ready. To the listeners, uh, again, in addition to my throat being shot, uh, an apology, a couple of apologies, actually. One, we did not get a show in last week. 12.07 is uh, a fortnight away from 12.06. We did not get a show in. I got the COVID at the end of last week or the beginning of last week, uh, President's Day, as a matter of fact. I tested positive for COVID. And, uh, yeah, just between being sick and trying to get better, we just we couldn't find a way to, to get an episode in. So we skipped a week. We apologize for that. In addition... I apologize for nothing. <laughs> I'm so glad you... You are feeling better because you looked like the doo-doo. Doo-doo. I was sick. I'll grant you that. But I was there, okay? Even though I was sick, I showed up. I came to do the episode. But you... Which is why... There is no apology required. You were I was running. There. You Everything were running way fire. late. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I fell I asleep waiting. Tony, you fell asleep multiple times while we were sitting there. I was there. The room kept kicking me out. Well, that and because because you were asleep, I had no support. <laughs> that is behind us now. Uh, the other thing I wanted to apologize for, because I'm not above giving an apology, oh, is uh, Crash uh, Super Bowl skating Crash Girl, total fake. Oh. Total fake. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. I, she was so convincing. I sucked right into that story. I was 100% in that story. And uh, yeah, turns out she's like an internet faker. She does it all the time. And, uh, and she got me, and she got me so good that I shared the story with the audience as if it were true. Uh, we, See, if you don't watch the Super Bowl and you don't care about any of that, that doesn't happen. But did you ever find out about the shiny shoes, more importantly? Uh, the Taney family has apparently started frame by framing the entire Super Bowl to see if they could find the Judy Garland cleats. And I appreciate that level of effort. Super Bowl. Oh, my God. They've watched more Super Bowl in 10 minutes than I have watched in my entire life. Remember the big memo that we got from uh, AFN on high about how we were not allowed to say the word? Yes, it's, the big game. It's copyrighted. It's trademarked. How dare you use common parlance? You must you must refer to it as the big game. Uh, no, they trademarked that too, okay? You, you can't, they, they got you coming you and us, going. You can't give us nothing. Or I guess they can't give us You know what? Who cares? Football's stupid. Football talk is about. not stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. So, uh, yes, so I had to cover I said what I said. I had to cover the uh, Super Bowl Crash Girl lie and apologize for that, for, for sharing what would normally be called misinformation, disinformation. The, people go to prison for stuff like that in modern day America. You're not allowed to share bad information. And then, but more importantly is we are personally above that. <laughs> yes, I concur. I don't, I don't want to be like the other people. 
prior to uh, starting today's episode, we were talking about moving to Twitch. Uh, I don't know anything about Twitch except that if if you're a gamer and you build your community, you can leave the Navy based on the amount of income that you've made from gaming online. Yes, but I would rather be an army rapper. Thank you very much. I feel like there's so much potential for me there. Uh, Behind the scenes, she sends me video of the army's greatest rap duo, two overpaid musicians in the United States Army that now rap officially for the army as a, you know, a recruitment tool. I don't know. I knew you'd love that. I knew you would love that. I know you were feeling bad. I know you're feeling bad. And I just knew this is going to make him feel better. I don't know any inner city kid who's going to watch that whack. Mm, Bad word not said. Bad word not being said. Bad word not being said. Uh, mm, That's a struggle because they're really that bad. And, uh, and there's still a little gangsta in me. <laughs> Highbrow entertainment, and you know it. Highbrow. It is a blooper reel. They couldn't even slap five jive at the end correctly. That's how bad they are. In uniform, <laughs> just embarrassing. My uh, my friend Johnny Millwater, he's got a little show he does every Sunday at 11, from 11 to 1230. It's an hour and a half of singing and uh, music and and poems and sonnets and it's very educational and and it's entertaining and it's funny and he does that every saturday and he's talking about going back to twitch where he has previously been oh i had a sailor i had a second class that got out of the navy because his twitch career had taken off that's all i knew about twitch previously now johnny millwater mentions it so i started investigating it today it doesn't look like it's very complicated it is kind of funny the, the what you can find on twitch uh, anything. Uh, it is interesting what you can find on Twitch. I'll say that. I feel, I, like, I feel like Twitch is the straight man's Tumblr. Okay, I don't know what a Tumblr is. It started off as being like a blog spot, but very quickly it just turned into gay porn. So I feel oh, like Twitch okay. is the equivalent of a straight man Tumblr. I did Video not, games and boobs. Like I yes, <laughs> I, I saw both of those. Uh, not not full on, but it was there was a version of mukbang that I watched. A Korean lady sitting there uh, exposing her cleavage. You know, still still rated G. It's just it, it was done intentionally. Obviously, the camera angle was good, and uh, <laughs> she's just doing shots of of uh, soju. If there is an audience for someone just sitting there showing some cleavage and drinking soju, I am your Huckabee, okay? You're, uh, I, I can do that it's for me. you. I'm the guy. But uh, using Google Chrome, Twitch has got a uh, an option to bring in another presenter, which may work perfect for us if, if it maintains the quality that we've always had that issue with. So if, uh, if you could, I'd like you to sign up for Twitch. And here's what we'll do. I feel like I have a Twitch account. We'll build up the Twitch community without promoting it on Facebook. Yeah, you may you may hear the words Twitch and stuff like that by listening to us, but we're not going to push it. We're not going to promote it. We're going to build Twitch separately. We will live record our episodes on Twitch. So so the episode that we the the, the community that we build on the Twitch side, sorry. That means I have to comb my hair. You you do not have to comb your hair. You could put on a hat like everybody else. 
You do not have to do your eyes. You can put on shades like everybody else. You need to set up a studio that represents you in a way. If you want to wear, uh, you know, the Scream Ghost face mask, you could you can do whatever. Ghost face. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, but. I think that's the next step. I th- <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. We're going to set it up. We're going to the, – the people who follow us on Twitch are going to be able to watch us live while we film. And I'm going to try to do that with everything that I do. I'm going to have a, a separate camera to record whenever I'm doing something. Yes, I see him. I, I, yeah, but the audience can't, so <laughs> – this is what Twitch has to look forward to. Yes, yes. Maybe if we can figure it out, you know, baby steps, maybe we go into uh, d- starting to provide a video product in addition to the podcast. So the podcast would be both audio and visual. So if you wanted to see what we look like, like, look at this. I cleaned up all that stuff over there, and I did this right here. And I did my hair, and I put on a shirt. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, but I'm wearing pants, and no one even knows that I made that effort. Like, it's kind of a waste. I didn't want to mention it. I am not wearing pants. I don't, you know, I don't know <laughs> what the big deal is Super with pants, good. especially when you've got a dog that just likes to say hello right uh, right up to the butthole area. Oh, he got me good so today. Eliminated a barrier so he could just really get in there. That's so sweet. <laughs> that's, that's that's how they know that, you. That's how you know that you're a dog person. I've made it easier for my dog to put his nose up my butthole. So yeah, I'm just gonna sit at uh, the TK's bar there and uh, turn on the camera and just drink. One of the things I noticed is the amount of comments come in. It's impossible. It is impossible to keep up with all of the comments. They're just flying, especially when they're in Hangul. That makes it a little bit more difficult. But as she's sitting there sipping soju, she's trying to read through the comments, and they're coming in at, at flank speed, which is hilarious because when I was in the Navy, when I was in the Navy, <laughs> flank speed meant as fast as the ship could go, all full speed ahead, flank speed. And and now there's a computer. Now it means stuff. email about as reliable. It's just as bad. A two cent condom. It, it's terrible. <laughs> the two cent. And that's condom. how we get fired. That's another way we get fired because they're gonna be like, "You talk trash about flank speed. I can't even. I can't even download a PDF. I can't sign any of the documents you send me. Don't bother to. I'm not working." <laughs> I cannot work with the tools you've given me. They took away one of the big tools for government teleworkers recently. There was a there was a way people could work from home and go uh, through a bunch of security protocols to get inside the government network. Well, the Chinese found a way in, and they they, they went in and they started uh, peeking around, and they've been in there for quite some time. And eventually, somebody goes like, uh, "Hey, who is this guy?" and uh, <laughs> Then they realized that the network had been compromised. And I believe all government workers should go back to work. We own a lot of property to house government employees. I personally work in a building. It's like a million square feet. And on Monday, there'll be seven of us in the building. Tuesday, there'll be 14 of us. I don't know what Wednesday, there'll be a thousand. (laughs) How, How... 
How would you expect to keep people out when they're the people who initially wrote the program? We uh, didn't create this program. This is not, it's not innovative. It's not proprietary. It's Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Guy probably, they probably worked for Microsoft as a college intern and then went home and were like, hey, guys, well, check this out. Years ago, <laughs> it, it was our government in the spirit of cooperation under President Bill Clinton that just gave the Chinese a lot of our technology. Hey, you know, just say, because we're good people. That was the reasoning. Uh, spirit of cooperation. Here's a bunch of information for you to use. And the Chinese ran with it. And they've been very successful at it. And they've got one of the most sophisticated hacking units. But they don't, they don't have rappers, okay? So really, who's winning and who's losing this war? All right. Well, uh, because it keeps coming up and so that it doesn't come up anymore, the, the when this episode post, I will post the the rappers for the army as much as it disgusts me. But you, you, you can love them. You could be equally disgusted with it as I was. Hey, I got to watch Saturday Night Live last night. Oh, who was the host? The host was a young man by the name of Shane Gillis. He is from Mechanicsburg, the the area where I work, in the area that I live. Uh, he was hired five, nine years ago, something like that, by Saturday Night Live. But as soon as they hired him to go on Saturday Night Live, the community out there, uh, the the community, canceled him. They they went out of their way to find material that he had performed on stage that they found offensive. And uh, before before he worked a single day at Saturday Night Live, they fired him. Now, many years later, he gets to come back to be the host. And I... It's a Cinderella story. It's a Cinderella story. <laughs> I enjoyed it. it uh, a tale as old as time. He does... He does good humor. He does good humor, and I laughed. But Saturday Night Live is still very, you know, woke-driven, very agenda-driven, and they they really floundered a, a great opportunity, in my opinion. But it was fun. It was fun to watch it and to comment on it, along with other comedians who actually know Shane. That, that was a fun time for us last night. You don't get a lot of fun TV anymore. You don't get a lot of TV that brings people together. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been watching Love is Blind, and that has brought me and my uh, significant other much closer together as we sit there and question. And also, thank God that we are already married and we don't have to stoop to those levels to find a spouse because God bless them. My, my wife has gotten hooked on Love on the Spectrum because she thinks she what married a retard. Well, we don't <laughs> want to tell you. We didn't want to tell you. <laughs> There's someone out there for everyone. I am doing everything I can to avoid actually gargling the water. <laughs> I can see just to, just just to get it into the gap where I need it to soothe. That sounds let's, gross. Let's let's take another <laughs> shot of knockoff chloroseptic and see what happens. Well, I was going to say something wildly inappropriate, but I think kids listen to the show. Yes, we do have children listening to the show, and you know where the line is. Okay, you, and, I was about to. See the line um, and kick kick the ball in the sports acronym or metaphor <laughs> over the line. That's fine. I was going. I was going for gold. The ball can go over the line. You can look at the line. You can't go over the line. You can go up to the line. Lean towards the line. That's our 
There was no line in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta tell you, I do not want to cancel. I do not want to cancel this uh, guest spot I'm doing tonight. Don't cancel. You can do it. I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can. But I have so much faith in you. <laughs> tell you what, uh, even though I, I know where we're at on time right now, we're gonna we're gonna push through a little bit. We're gonna go ahead and move on. As, so I can uh, try to maintain what little bit I have left. Do you want to choose it. our segment, or would you like to have the wheel choose it for us? You just, whatever is easier for you. The Wheel of Destiny has made a decision. The next thing we're going to be going to is... It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing. You know we, uh, every week, we talk about cooking. We talk about food. We talk about food, baby. Uh, why do we talk about food? Because <laughs> she, she's a chef. She actually knows a thing or two about uh, chef words that I can't really think of right now. For some reason, menagerie was on my brain. I, I know that was not appropriate <laughs> for the Parachutes. <laughs> yes, a pair of shoes. And I am the consummate consumer I, of consumption. The consummate consumer of consumption, uh, all spelled with K's for some reason. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we will not be doing an acronym for that. The uh, here with you. The the idiots in the South they they like to hide the fact that they're clan people, but at the same time they want people to know they're clan people. So whenever they had the opportunity to do something like that, they would uh, they would throw them K's in there, whether they were necessary or not. Krispy Kreme comes to mind immediately um but Krispy Kreme not uh clan owned but a car wash that I specifically remember in North Carolina was quick car care all spelled with k's <laughs> oh you boys are geniuses down here and now and <laughs> <laughs> would you would you look at that would you look at that <laughs> so there we are we talk about food she uh, has a food-based business where she makes a lot of food, and she has interesting food stories. And then I, I do my best to keep up. What did you make interesting this week? I've actually been trying really hard to eat out less. So I've been cooking quite a bit lately. Um, this week, I made chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie? Uh, chicken pot pie. It was gluten-free and dairy-free, but it's my favorite. I love it. Um, and then I made beef stroganoff Ooh. and i made some brussels sprouts i made some uh hot honey roasted carrots what else did i make oh i made a um like pineapple ginger pork in the in the crock pot oh. and i made a barbecue pulled chicken with uh yeah it was i've been eating good um trying to eat you know less sugars a little less meat. I'm not really a big meat eater to begin with. So um, everything on top of salads, on top of brown rice, full of veggies. Do you take pride in your presentation? Do you uh, do, do you do, do you make it restaurant quality prior to consuming? So if I'm if I'm eating at the house, like if I've made food and I'm about to eat at the house, I do like it to look good. But most of these have been meals for lunch. So I just am like, because I woke up late or I wasn't thinking about my lunch because I'm in a, such a bad habit of eating out at lunchtime. You know, I'm just like throwing everything. When's the last there. time you took a photo of something that you made? 
Uh, it's been a while. As a, as the resident chef and the person who makes probably the prettiest food, I make delicious food, but I, I'm sure I do not uh, plate it as well as you do. Can you can you start you know, sharing that with the audience? Because oh, I pictures, believe that, pictures of plated food. <laughs> I believe that there are members of the audience who would be interested in, to know actually how you make some of the things you make that we don't necessarily cover. But if you were to show there's a wonderful a, plating. There's a whole section of school and it's literally all you do is you make food so that you can put it on a plate and make it look nice. It's a it's a grade. <laughs> well, it's a grade you obviously passed. So let's put you know, some of that education to the government paid for. <laughs> let's put some of that education to work. You know, because the phone the phone feeds first these days. <laughs> I, you know, I have been uh, toying around with uh, a lot of different food options. The one I enjoy doing is the mostly vegan diet where I'm, I'm still eating meat, but it is a small, small portion of my meal. I... I tell you, last week was a strange. Well, not last week. Last week I was. <laughs> uh, last week I was stuck at home with the COVID, and uh, you know, as always, somebody believes that no matter what is the the saying, like starve a fever, feed, feed a cold, starve a fever, right? Right. Yeah. Well, apparently, my wife's interpretation of that is uh, feed everything, always, every time. <laughs> And they come and get it, you know, or she rings a dinner bell or whatever she does to get my attention that there's food provided. And I, I go upstairs. I'm what is what is all of this food? Why is there so much food? I made you lunch. Oh, OK, but it's just me. I'm just one person. <laughs> Stop trying to feed me to death. But I kind of did that myself the week prior. I had made uh, rice, brown rice, because brown rice is good for you. I had made some dried beans, pinto, because uh, I have an Instapot, and they're super easy to do in the Instapot. So it was a short week, I think. Maybe not. Whatever it was, uh, I had enough bins. Maybe I didn't make it until the day after. Whatever it was, I made some, uh, I made some brown rice and beans. And as I sorted that out evenly throughout the week for lunch, it was, it was a cup and a half. Versus what would normally just be a, normally I do a cup, but to evenly distribute these things, it was a cup and a half. And I was like, wow, that, that feels kind of heavy. That's like a, that feels heavy. So, and, and, and then I would take every day, I would slice up two carrots and that would be my snack, a nice little healthy snack, two carrots. And I've got the celery and I found to make a little crunchy crunch. You take that, the, the rice and the beans, and you slice up some celery, and you throw it into those. Those are my prepackaged meals. Beans, rice, celery, and maybe, uh, oh, fish. Had a bunch of fish. So some tilapia, like eight ounces of tilapia or something like that. I throw all these. I'm walking into the job one day, and I've got my lunch in a plastic bag. I'm nothing fancy. And inside my lunch bag is two things. The, 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 the rice and beans concoction and my two carrots. And I'm I'm feeling the weight of this bag. I'm like, man, that's a that's a lot of food. Why is it so much food? <laughs> to the point where that cup and a half of rice and beans, that extra half a cup just put me over the limit. Normally I'd have a cup, but that extra half a cup, I, I couldn't finish my lunch on the first day, and then the second day I I brought an equally uh, lunch in, so I I, I was behind. At the end of the week, I was behind on lunches. 
I had more food left in the fridge that I I just couldn't <laughs> I couldn't do it. Surprising. Oh no. You're getting old. You don't need a lot of sleep. You don't need to eat a lot. I don't want to eat a lot. I want to eat I want to eat healthy and I want to eat less and are you I, taking I, random naps? You just like falling asleep. There's nothing random about a nap. A nap is always they we call them safety naps now. Because as long as you associate the word safety yeah, yeah. with a nap, then it's then it's legit. Okay, that's that's a real nap. <laughs> Did you get your AARP card? I would, By the way, I keep getting emails from AARP. Like I know I've had an email address for a long time, but I was a child when I got this email, and I'm not quite there yet. Okay, they're like, oh. She's turning 40. Reminder, she's old, but not old enough to retire. So she can expect this for the next 20 years. <laughs> there is a, there is a, a lot of companies out there that are, are being led and spending their money in ways that I don't agree with. So uh, AARP is one of those companies that uh, does things that I don't agree with. So I would never go with AARP. Uh, there are alternates. Uh, AMAC is the alternate to AARP. There's always an alternate, like especially like cell phone companies here. They send money towards things I don't agree with. But there's another cell phone company that says, you know what? We don't support those causes. Uh, so there's there's options now that there weren't before for things that you never knew you needed an option for. Like, you, you know, if... Um, if you're, a, you're against green flags, for whatever reason, we're just using this as the example, and uh, there's a, a company that you spend a lot of money with on an annual basis, and they are 100% for green flags, but they really don't tell you that they're for green flags, but behind the scenes, they're really doing everything they can for green flags, but you're against green, green flags. Green is my favorite color. I've taken all of them. They've taken all of them. It, uh, it just locks up. I, I'm just, I'm speaking, I'm laughing, and then my throat just shuts down. All yeah. right, uh, so we have talked about food. Let's keep it moving, and let's go to the news. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. Do you have the time to listen to, to listen. me? <laughs> I have tickets to go see Green Day in Madrid, June 1st, and I'm stoked. Awesome. I, 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 also am... have, I also have news. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. There we go. Let's give you this. Texas man made $1.7 million by illegally trading on his wife's work from home calls. Texas man made a butt ton of money, but he got caught by trading using his wife's work from home calls. There's a lot of questions there. There's a lot of questions that I can't ask because I'm only operating off the headline that she has provided. And that's how we do this every week. She, she, she searches the, the internets. She comes up with a headline. She gives it to me, and I hear it for the very first time, and I'm supposed to find a way to mind this information for something useful, educational, or at least entertaining. I need to understand the details of the headline again. He's a Texas man, so anything is possible. <laughs> he read it to me one more time, please. Texas man made one point seven million dollars by illegally trading on wife's work from home calls. 
I know you love work from home. I know it's your favorite. <laughs> that is why I picked this headline. <laughs> uh, home calls. $1.7 million illegally trading wife work from home calls. Well, here's what I can tell you immediately about this Texas man. He is, well, it, it doesn't say he was arrested. It said that what he did was illegal, but uh, every member of Congress is doing this on a daily basis. Some of the richest people in America have been illegally trading off of their uh, wife's work calls, winky, winky, every single day. And then but if everyone does it, it doesn't make them special. <laughs> There's a site out there. It's either Instagram or it's TikTok or it's Twitter or something like that. It's called Unusual Whales. And they somehow they are able to follow the trades of the senators and congresspeople. And they'll let you know, like, hey... Out of the blue, uh, Nancy Pelosi just made this trade. And then two days later, surprise, surprise, Nancy Pelosi just became the richest person in America because the trade she made two days ago uh, was just approved by the government. So if I. But Martha Stewart has to go to jail and we were deprived of her content for years. I think that's not fair. First of all, Martha Stewart, maximum street cred because of that. Love her. I love her. <laughs> so in in the obscenely rich white community, getting a mugshot does bring you street cred. Which, and Snoop Dogg, which, which I'm jealous about for which so many reasons. Has recently been, been attributed to a certain presidential candidate. He, he now has street cred because of his mugshot. If I, I don't had think to that guess, you or I should get a mugshot, though. I think that I don't think we're quite at that caliber. I, I already have one. Oh God! Well, I definitely <laughs> don't because I got my street creds. Uh, Probably would have just gotten shot. I have to believe Texas man somehow is associated with somebody. Uh, I guess his wife's work from home calls. I believe she's a senator. She's a representative. She's somebody with insider information. And he's he's just sitting there. She, you know, she's she's working from home, which means, you know, she she doesn't have any makeup on and uh, she's relaxing and she's got the young and the restless playing in the background that she's, you know, she's really paying attention because she's working from home <laughs> and she takes all of her calls on speaker and uh, it's all sensitive information. And he's just. He, he's not really trying to listen, but he can't help but listen. And then he found a way to use that information from the wife's job. I, I can't think of any big Texas plants anymore. So I, that's why I have to think politics. I'm pretty sure Texas Instruments oil. is still in Texas. All oh. of the oil. <laughs> all oil. Of, like, literally all of the oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that's... You, you and your gas car should know this. <laughs> Yeah, well, you and your electric car, that electricity. We also know that. (laughs) (laughs) That's my guess. That's uh, my guess about this Texas man who made $1.7 million illegally trading on his wife's work from home emails. You were not far off. Uh Aha! You're not far off. Um, He did just eavesdrop her phone calls. When he told her what he had done, she immediately reported it and filed for divorce. Okay, so we know he, immediately, we know right now she was not a politician. No. Right. Not, not. <laughs> Far too apologetic. <laughs> um, so immediately reported him, fi- filed for divorce. He was arrested and she was fired. Yeah, she should have kept her mouth shut. 
She, he first, of all, first of all, <laughs> he should have kept that, his mouth shut. <laughs> right? There's a lot of people who should have kept their mouth shut in this scenario. Number one, the husband, you make $1.7 million doing something that's sketchy. Don't tell anybody. Number two, once he tells his wife, because obviously he loves his wife, like, we're rich, girl. Uh, she should have kept her mouth shut because nothing good was going to come of that. And then if she wants to divorce him later on, completely unrelated to his illegal trading, she can get a chunk of that money. <laughs> You got to think these things through, people. You don't get the insurance one day and kill them the next. You got to let that thing marinate a little bit. You got to give it time so it doesn't look suspicious. And you would know as your wife tries to feed you <laughs> to life during your COVID experience. But if she feeds me to death, it's just natural causes. Right. She's smart enough to not use she direct poison. Yeah. No, no, she totally has a plan. Hey, you got another headline for me? I sure do. Asteroid the size of six peacocks flies close to Earth this Thursday. <laughs> Again, we will do anything to avoid using the metric system. <laughs> Out of all of the possible measurements that they could use, does anybody know how big a peacock is for real? Me. But the best part was, is the article is very specific as to what uh, genre, brand, I don't know, type of peacock it is. It's an Indian peacock. Six adult male Indian peacocks. You know, they. first of all, I believe all peacocks are from India. I, I believe, yeah. If you think about every Bollywood thing you've ever seen, they all dress like peacocks. <laughs> it's all about the plumage. It's yeah, it's, I'm not saying it's not beautiful. Yeah, no, I'm jealous in my polo shirt and khakis. But, I, I mean, like they're feathers. Feathers we know, feathers are inherently light. So I don't know they how... They say weighing, just the size of. Okay, but are we talking a, a peacock in full bloom? Or are we talking a peacock with its tail dragging behind its back? Couldn't they have used any other measurement to make it, you know... I mean, what are we talking about here? We're talking about basically eight Thanksgiving turkeys. Six peacocks is equal to ten turkeys. Uh, ten Thanksgiving turkeys, right? I think they're a little bit bigger than that. They're pretty big. Either way, well, they can't be that big. I mean, I think I could take them. I'm, I'm not, I've never seen a peacock and ran the other way. I've never seen a peacock and cowered in the corner because, you know. I mean, they're tall. They're tall. I mean, and for a bird, <laughs> they're like my height. <laughs> yeah, but they're mostly legs. They're, they're mostly legs. They got a little bit of a neck. You look for that in a lady. <laughs> there's beautiful. Uh, it's the male peacocks, but there's beautiful plumage. There's a very long neck. It's very long. And right. And slender. And then they've got the legs that do the weird bendy thing. And they got a lot of this booty. Is, this is going to make a, booty. This is going to make for a great question of the week. The question of the week, listeners. How much do you think a peacock weighs? No cheating. No cheating. I do not believe that a peacock weighs, on average, on average, more than 20 pounds. I I don't think they weigh a lot, but I think this was surely for uh, a size of, can you hug this asteroid? The answer would be yes, but your arms would not go all the way around. So 20 pounds, six of them, that's a 120-pound asteroid. Now, granted, it's moving at cosmic speeds, right? I know, it's moving really, really, really fast, but it's only 120 pounds. So... It's going to pass near Earth, but even if it hit us, even if it was a direct impact, I don't think I don't think it would make it through 
the atmosphere in one piece. I think it would pretty much, it would be maybe, maybe if a big enough chunk of it survived its entrance into the system, it'd be like that one that happened in Russia a couple years ago that everyone got to watch on dash cam where it's really <laughs> dark in the middle of the night and then all of a sudden it's daytime and, and then it's dark again. And somewhere off in the distance, there's a big boom and everybody loses their windows. I was at Fort Meade and I was, it had to have been my A school graduation because my mom was there and we were going to have dinner at Arundel Mills Mall. And we're, we're waiting outside. It's a busy night. So we're waiting for a table. And all of a sudden we hear this boom and we see this big and I look at my mom and I'm joking and I'm like, ah, definitely an asteroid. It was absolutely an asteroid. <laughs> it was on the news that night. Landed in someone's backyard. Oh, wow. But, but uh, uh, I don't, hmm, definitions. So big, <laughs> big rock going through space asteroid. Big rock enters. Meteor, meteorite, meteorite. Right, right, right. That's where I was rock. getting to that. Flying rock. Flying rocks. Or Space rock. Shooting stars, which are, are not shooting or are stars. Nope. Oh, there's a, well, there's a meteor shower, but it's not a very good one. I think the next big one is not until August. I think the one in August is like 150 um, meteorites per minute or per hour. The next big astrological thing or, uh, that we have going on here is the... Uh, a full eclipse. We got an eclipse that's going to be coming over. And the closest that we could get to, it's about four hours away. We could drive there and, and watch total darkness occur in the middle of the day. Or we could stay here and watch it get like pretty dark. So that's <laughs> that's like in June for us. I'd probably drive to go see it get completely dark. <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, facts that... Probably take, uh, just take off work. To go see the nighttime in the daytime. <laughs> well, if I can't, I see, love it. If I can't see a groundhog come out of the earth, uh, I'm not traveling to see the the sun go dark. Here's you know what you should do it. You should practice calling in sick or taking leave for no other reason than your happiness. Practice for next year's Groundhog's Day with I, the eclipse. I absolutely <laughs> respect the ability for people to predict things. On the astronomical level, like like a solar eclipse, like a lunar eclipse. I'm really, really impressed with that. But I'm not as impressed in 2024 as I would have been in 1498. When Christopher Columbus convinced the locals that he was, uh, he was in touch with God and he was going to darken the skies in the middle of the day, because he had an almanac that told him this was going to happen. And that he was I'm just mad that we don't have the opportunity for that baller of a move. It's been used right? and now we can't use it. And that's the thing. <laughs> when you look at all when you look at all kinds of stuff, you're like, I mean, the Bible, whatever you think, sure fine. But if I didn't know what a tornado was, and I saw a tornado and I had recently spit in someone's mouth, I would be like, oh, that's my fault. And I would be terrified, <laughs> absolutely terrified. But we don't get to have that kind of glory anymore because of the Internet. That is a baller move that was stolen from us. Moving it's on. true. She is making some split pea soup upstairs, and that aroma has secretly snuck down here. I don't know how she's piping that in, 
but I. But we know that your COVID is better because you got the snippers back. <laughs> I never you lost. Got the nose. You got the nose of a beagle right now. And uh, Anna and Nosamia and Nosamia is the loss of the olfactory senses there. Rupert is very impressed and proud of you. He says, "Thank you, Uncle Tony's got the sniffers. He's very good human." Every week we go into the book of everything. We try to find something new and exciting and useful for you to remember. Last week, our last episode, our Valentine's Day episode, we talked about the three hearts of an octopus. And the three vaginas of a kangaroo. We, we, I, I, have not, I have not forgotten those two things quite as yet. This week, I'm going to ask you a question and see if you can guess the answer. I'll give you hints along the way. This country has eight times as many doctors per person as any other country in the world. India. It's a country out there. You would know. India's got a billion and a half people. They're all doctors. <laughs> and they're all named Patel. And, <laughs> and they run hotels I'm, and Dunkin' Donuts. No, it is not India. But they're also all doctors. And they are not all doctors. There are many, many <laughs> Indian people who are not doctors. <laughs> this tiny little country has uh, eight times as many doctors per person as any other country in the world. It's a tiny little country. Another hint. It is one of the few countries that is completely surrounded by another country. I don't know, but when I make this face, my chin looks really fat. <laughs> That's when you push your face forward. Always, always lean forward. <laughs> but if I do that, then I have the Ellen chin and I don't want that either. We'll just, we can't go live, Tony. We yes, can't. you're fine. You're going to be fine. The, uh, the Imola racetrack is in this tiny little country that's completely sounded by, uh, surrounded by another country that has eight times as many doctors per person as any other country in the world. And the answer is San Marino. Who? Yes, the country of San Marino. Uh, nestled oh, gently inside the, the boot of Italy. Uh, a lot of doctors there. I think it's kind of a tax haven. I think that's, that's why. Not really sure. That, I've been there. Sure. You didn't need a passport. You just you just found yourself in another country by accident. The same with Vatican <laughs> City. Also another country completely surrounded by Italy. Italy is just making space for all kinds of countries, aren't they? Speaking of Italy, how about this one? What do you think they call the influencers in Italy? So many things. <laughs> eh, pazzo. That's what they call them. <laughs> Influenza. Is Italian, <laughs> is Italian for influence. Heavenly Very bodies were once thought to affect our own influenza. How that became uh, what we know influenza to be now, you don't know. You know, I don't study the words. I just read them. <laughs> just read them. And now you know. The more you know. Yes, the more you know. That's what that was. Uh, we're going to take a, a quick break here, and uh, we're going to promote... Uh, Something and something. Hey, everybody, it's T-Bone. Did you know you can listen to the Lunsby Show on the iHeartRadio app? The team at iHeartRadio has created two new features on the app. You can now auto-download to your device and be notified when other new episodes are released, all for free using the iHeartRadio app. And you can listen to the Lunsby Show from anywhere. iHeartRadio. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. Hello, welcome to the Lunsby store. I'm Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin, I'm Cooper. I'm looking for some cool stuff. We have tons of things available, all 
all of it cool. And we can personalize anything you want. That's got to be crazy expensive. No, all of the personalization is done for no extra cost. Cool, let's start shopping. Where's all the stuff? On the internet, duh. Just search for the Lunsby Swag Store. And don't forget to listen to the Lunsby Show with T-Bone and Chick Brew. Lunsby! The Lunsby Show does not hire child voice actors, but we do use child volunteers. Volunteers are not compensated, but are appreciated. The Lunsby Swag Store is a real store that makes real products for real customers at a very fair price. We uh, scour the internet for fans and listeners and friends who may be celebrating their birthday. We encourage, we discourage you from putting your real birthday on the internet. But uh, if you have a birthday and it's on the internet and we see it, we're going to uh, acknowledge you. If you're wonderful and lovely and amazing, we will acknowledge you with this thing called a birthday boost. And if you're none of those things... Well, at the very least, if you're lucky, you get this thing called an honorable mention. As always, Chick Brew, you go first. I'm going to go with my friend Akil. Uh, I met Akil when he was working the door at a bar next to a bar that I worked at, and he hated working there. And I said, well, you should quit, and you should come work over here. And he did. And we became friends, and then he went on, and he became a nurse, and he was a traveling nurse all through COVID, and... He is generous and kind and brave. And unfortunately, this is going to be his first birthday without his husband. So send some extra love to Akil. I've been thinking about him so much because he's just such a bright light. And I know he's been having a really hard year. So Akil, I love you. I'm thinking about you. Happy birthday, even if it doesn't feel so happy this time. I felt awkward hitting the cheers button on that one (laughs) because I didn't have anything else to go to. Uh, Funny, last episode, we uh, gave a birthday boost to uh, Mr. Damian Robinson. And then, uh, of course, he's uh, co-host of the DNR podcast. He is the R in the the DNR podcast. And then uh, in their most recent episode, he gives us a shout back. Uh, thanking us for giving him a birthday boost, and he really appreciated that. So if you get a birthday boost from us and you appreciate it, you know what? Would it kill you to tell us? Would it kill you to tell us that you appreciated it? So I have two people. I have two people that I know, I know, I could not live if I had not given them a birthday boost every time the opportunity presented itself because they're two of my favorite people. I think... I have historically done one, then the other, and then the other, and then the one. Over the years, I I think I've done them both multiple times. That sounds so weird when you say it. Like I don't know who's up in the rotation, (laughs) and I don't, I don't want to upset either of them. But only one. Oh, that's right. We used to do two, so this Mm -hmm. was never an issue before. Now I have to choose. And you created this monster. So. <laughs> You've done this to yourself. It doesn't care. He's one of he's one of my favorite people in the world. I not only love him, I love his wife, I love his kids, and uh, and I the world would be less bright. This man and his family are, are on my refrigerator for years. I have <laughs> Christmas pictures of this family on my refrigerator. I have no other pictures of anybody on my refrigerator except for Jose Luis Colon and his family. 
they send me a card every year. It makes me smile. And because they're the only ones that really do that, it's the photo card, you know. The uh, yep. our, our life's going great. Here's a picture of a uh, proof of life picture. He, uh, I, <laughs> I've had the pleasure of knowing Jose for geez, we're got to be over a decade at this point. He always looked like a running spaceship. He, uh, that I just saw. So yes, the the we were we ran together. We ran a lot, and he would run to work, and he would run home from work. And in the hours of darkness, he had to wear a reflective belt, but a reflective belt wasn't enough. So we got this cool uh, lighting ensemble that made him glow like a butterfly. It was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> I ran with red and green lights, like I was a big old ship going through the night. <laughs> and he had that. But I saw a commercial yesterday or late last night i believe and there it's a more a more extreme version of his old running rig so uh he probably deserves some some royalties he should probably be getting some money for that but anyway <laughs> it's his birthday he has it he hasn't quite hit the 50s yet but it's coming he's uh, sporting a wonderful little freedom beard he's enjoying retirement and i wish him nothing but the biggest the brightest and the best happy birthday my friend Now we move on to honorable mentions. So who do you want to throw out some honorable mentions to? Uh, Keith K. Dub Williams, uh, Daniel James, uh, Daniel Gaither. Ah, you stole that one from me. <laughs> uh, Andy Redman, Rosa. We all love Rosa. Rosa, the, the Starbucks, you know fake who. Starbucks Rosa? No, that's Dolores. Rosa from ICR. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Blake Berkland, who I've known since middle school, and Pam Baker. All right. Good list of people there. Uh, I'll start off my honorable mentions with Donna Stockowitz, an amazing lady. Love her to death. That's a great name. It is. Uh, Joe Johnson, Corey Olson, Janice Tybus McConnell. uh, That's my sister-in-law. That's who would normally have received an honorable mention. Carlos Finch, G- Garrett O'Ryan, and uh, Ted Beebe are all celebrating their birthdays. Unfortunately, uh, a, a friend uh, is in our honorable mention section. No, in our in-memoriam section. Uh, this is the uh, second year now without uh, the great Gilbert Godfrey no longer being amongst us. So uh, that's everybody. That's the uh, people who are with us, people not with us, and uh, honorable mentions and birthday boosts. We uh, always wish you nothing but the biggest, the brightest, and the best. And not too bad. Not too bad. Are we close-ish? It, it, we're, we're close-ish. I was trying to, to rush it along a little bit there. And I know with yeah. editing, we'll probably come in. We'll probably come in. And it, it's somewhere in 50-minute range. But ladies and gentlemen, I hope you understand. I, I want to retain just a little bit of my voice. I want to be able to, to do this next uh, engagement I have uh, an hour and 15 minutes from now. So we're going to wrap it up this week as we uh, wrap it up the same way that we always do. Just and remind you that uh, we just want you to be the best person that you can be. And if you were a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. All right. It's in the can. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. (laughs) 